Hi everyone! If you experience the world deeply and are on a mission to expand your soul, then you've found the right podcast for you. Join me, Rihanna, and other experts in all topics holistic health as we explore and embrace everything it means to be highly sensitive. And now, let's jump right into the episode. Enjoy! sensitive souls. I'm your host, Re, and welcome to the very first episode of HSP with Re. HSP 101. Let me just tell you, I am so excited to be here launching this podcast and connecting with you guys. It has been a dream of mine and it feels so magical to finally be putting it to life. I want to thank you for being here, for sharing your time, space, and energy with me. Thank you for being vulnerable and for taking a step towards expanding yourself. And I'm so grateful to be on this journey together and to have your support. So without further ado, let's jump right into it. I think the first part in explaining what being highly sensitive is, is to tell you what it's not. Being highly sensitive is not a disorder. It does not equate to shyness or introversion, it is not a flaw, social anxiety, and it's definitely not a weakness. Although, a lot of us highly sensitive people grew up feeling like, hmm, there's something a little off about us. We just feel different. I mean, I went through a period in my teens where I questioned if I was schizophrenic, and my little sister who's 12 is going through the exact same thing right now because we just think so deeply about life and question our realities. And kids that age just mostly aren't discussing such deep topics. So then what is high sensitivity? The definition of sensitive is quick to detect or respond to slight changes, signals, or influences. Even though we're taught to think that it means someone who is a crybaby, It actually just means you're extremely observant and aware of others' feelings and thoughts, your own feelings and thoughts, your environment, nature, music, art, and just everything around you. The number one thing that you need to know is that it's real. It's a research-based term for anyone who tests as having a high degree of the sensory processing sensitivity trait, otherwise known as the SPS trait. So we have highly sensitive people, which are called HSPs for short, and they are people who have the sensory processing sensitivity trait, or SPS trait. Try saying that 10 times quickly. So the SPS trait is a temperament trait that involves having a more sensitive nervous system and deeper cognitive processing of physical, social, and emotional stimuli as Dr. Elaine Aaron describes it. And for those who don't know Dr. Aaron, get to know Dr. Aaron because she is the GOAT of all things HSP. She's actually a psychologist that is the pioneer for linking the SPS trait to what she coined as highly sensitive person. Other experts in the past have alluded to high sensitivity, including Carl Jung. In its most simplest essence, HSPs differ mainly in their sensitive processing of subtle stimuli. So imagine you're experiencing all your senses 
tastes, smells, touch, pain, and temperature, and even your emotions three times more intensely than other people. That's what it's like to be a highly sensitive person. And just like anything else, highly sensitive people are all very different and unique in their own ways as well. But there are some things in common that highly sensitive people can relate to on a deeper level than anyone else. So here are some of the main signs of being a highly sensitive person. You grew up being told you're too sensitive. You feel so much all the time. You're frequently emotionally exhausted from absorbing other people's feelings. You really internalize criticism and conflict. You become overstimulated from crowds and hectic environments. You can't stand to watch scary movies. Too much violence. You are thrown off by too extreme of temperatures, loud noises, big crowds, strange smells, and rough textures. Even if everyone else you're with is fine with it. Highly sensitive people often have low pain tolerance. Some say they cry easily. They are easily startled and rattled when they have too many tasks to complete in a short amount of time. They are very moved by beauty, including art, nature, and music. And when I say very moved, this is what I mean, that highly sensitive people can just relate to it in a deeper way. I don't know how else to put it in words, but when you know, you know. As a highly sensitive person, sometimes just looking at nature can make me bawl into tears. And whenever I listen to music, it can just change my whole entire state as if I'm actually like there in the music video, that's how I feel. So ever since I was a kid, even just listening to sad music, I would just bawl my eyes out and be so sentimental. And I would be like five years old listening to a song about a breakup and love. And I would feel it so deeply as if it was my own feeling. It's, it's really interesting, actually. Highly sensitive people are also extremely sensitive to caffeine and alcohol. They seek answers from big questions in life and ask why things are the way they are. I like to call us truth seekers and very curious about life. And not all highly sensitive people necessarily exhibit all of these things, but if you resonate with quite a few of them, then chances are you're an HSP. And there is a scale. There are people at the very extreme end of the sensitivity scale. Um, that's your girl. But there are also people who fall a little bit more in the middle of the spectrum and are more sensitive than the average person, but not super, super highly sensitive. And sometimes the aspects of being an HSP can change due to your circumstances. For instance, Dr. Judith Orloff, another amazing author on empaths and highly sensitive people, by the way, describes how she was always highly sensitive and empathetic growing up. But when she went away to medical school, she had to temporarily suppress those parts of her for years just to get through the harsh requirements of medical school. Also, if you were born in HSP, but you grew up living in a very noisy house or crowded environment or with a large family, that can reduce some sensitivity in you because just like anything else, you get used to some stimuli over time. And I've got to note, when we're talking about how highly sensitive people 
process their senses more intensely, we are not referring to the sense organs themselves, but it's more so how the sensory information that is received is transmitted to and processed in the brain. So we're not saying that HSPs have amazingly acute ears that can hear everything or have perfect vision. What we're saying is that their brains processed the stimuli like sound or sight that comes in through the eyes and the ears and internalize the information they receive to a greater degree. So their senses are just like anyone else. They can be really bad, they can be really good, they can fall in the middle, whatever. But what's happening is that their brain is interpreting the stimuli from the senses a lot more intensely. I was really fascinated to find out that roughly 15 to 20% of the population is highly sensitive. And it is equally prevalent across all genders, although males are less open to admit it. Highly sensitive males, we see you too. By now, I'm hoping that the highly sensitive people out there are like, yes, that is me. This is what I've been experiencing my entire life. Finally, someone gets it. I feel like Ree was describing my life story. And if you were listening to all those signs and thinking, eh, there's nothing really special I'm hearing. I don't know if I buy this whole highly sensitive thing. Then let me just promise you that you are not highly sensitive. Highly sensitive people relate to all these things on a deep level. As if you're speaking to their soul. They just usually know. So, my highly sensitive people, let's have some fun with this. No, you are not the only one who sometimes sits in your car before getting out. Just have a little bit of alone time. You are not the only one who, after a social event, retreats, sometimes for days, just to recoup. Yes, there are people out there that often feel drained after an intense conversation. And lastly, and yes, there's a whole squad of us that needs to take a time out during a party, even if we're enjoying ourselves, and even if it means sitting alone in the bathroom for a bit. Yeah, I've been there. <laughs> and I want to point out that 70% of highly sensitive people are introverts, but 30% are actually extroverts. Yeah. That's me, an extrovert. That's why when I first found out about HSPs, I was like, mm, I'm not sure if that could be me. My other HSPs extroverts out there, it's crazy, right? That's probably how I have the motivation to record this podcast. The extrovert in me loves, loves, loves to connect with others. But the HSP in me gets drained frequently and I'll probably crash in my bed after recording this episode. Because most highly sensitive people are introverted and because introverts have a tendency to keep to themselves more, it can seem like there are less of us HSPs out there, but I assure you they are there. And to my non-HSPs listening, can you think of anyone else in your life who this kind of sounds like? Alright, now let's dive a little deeper into the main qualities that highly sensitive people experience. The quality that resonates with me the most is that highly sensitive people have a very complex, rich inner life. What does that mean? 
So your outer life means your daily obligations, phone calls, to-do lists, responsibilities that fill our days. It's basically the doing of things. But the inner life is our self-awareness, how we deal with our emotions, our intuition, introspection, and reflection. Connection of the mind, body, and spirit means we're less interested in things like news, gossip, and small talk, and are more likely thinking about our inner reflections and musings. And it is very common for a highly sensitive person to be very spiritual. Now for a little neurobiology. The highly sensitive brain has a more active insula, which is the part of the brain that helps to enhance perception and increase self-awareness. HSPs are also wired to pause and reflect before engaging. Therefore, HSPs are always taking in a ton of information around them and thinking deeply about it. In real life, this can look like being slower to make decisions and needing more transition time between tasks. The next big one, HSPs are more easily over aroused. This is huge. So everyone has an optimal level of arousal, even babies. This is actually one of the most solid findings of psychology. And this optimal level that lies in everyone lies somewhere in the middle of being overly aroused and under aroused. And everyone functions and feels their best when their nervous system is just moderately aroused in the middle. They are alert and energized, but not enough arousal makes us bored, dull, and tired. That's like how you feel when you're sitting at Secretary of State. So when we feel like that, what do most of us do to change our under-aroused state? We stimulate ourselves by drinking coffee, jamming to music, having a conversation, or doing something crazy like dyeing our hair or even jumping out of plane. But too much arousal will make anyone, and we're not even talking about HSPs right now, we are just talking about the general population. Too much arousal will make anyone distressed, overwhelmed, confused, have difficulty thinking, and feeling out of control. Now, HSPs have a lower arousability threshold. That means we notice levels of stimulation that go unobserved by others. Faint sounds, sights, and physical sensations like pain from our external environments, and even from our internal bodies like muscle tension, hunger, thirst, memories, and thoughts we notice them more. So things that make most people feel overaroused is like on their wedding day when they have so much going on or if they're on the scariest roller coaster or if they were being chased by a tiger or had 10 assignments due at midnight. But highly sensitive people actually have a lower arousability threshold. So what is moderately arousing, aka tolerable for most people, is highly arousing for highly sensitive people and can leave them feeling frazzled or put over the edge. What is highly arousing for most people causes an HSP to become so frazzled to the point where they might just shut down, and that's called transmarginal inhibition. The next major quality that HSPs share is being highly empathetic. Us sensitive soul tribe, we feel things deeply. Many of us are empaths. When someone else tells us a story, we feel often like we are reliving the experience through them, even sometimes physically or physiologically. Like the other day, my friend was telling me a story about how she got in a car accident 
and how the airbags went off and immediately I felt my chest actually tighten and my lungs contract as if I was in that car with her. And it's the same thing when I hear good news. If I see like a wedding proposal or someone walking into a surprise party or someone accomplishing their dreams, I become euphoric. Not just excited, I get just as lit up as if it literally was happening to me. HSPs feel both positive and negative emotions more intensely than non-HSPs, and brain scans have shown that HSPs have more active mere neurons, and mere neurons are responsible for feelings of empathy for others and more activity in areas of the brain involved with emotional responses. And honestly, it's such a special quality to have because we can put ourselves in others' shoes in a way that many can't. It's helped me to be less judgmental and more understanding towards others, and has helped me to see the best in people. Feeling emotions more vividly is what sets us HSPs up to be extremely empathetic. And being empathetic aligns with HSP desires to live a deeply connected and meaningful life. But sometimes others say that we feel too much or too deeply about the world and that we're too sensitive. It can also look like being a little bit more emotionally reactive and taking others' words a bit more personally than we would like to admit, and often interpreting criticism and judgment as a personal dagger. Guilty of that. It has taken me a while to not take criticism in the same way as if someone is saying that they literally hate me. But to the people out there who tell us we are too sensitive or feel too much, I say sensitivity is kind of like a superpower and it's something that the world needs more of now than ever. So maybe they should be a little bit more sensitive. Oh, and P.S. to those people, um, your sarcastic jokes are actually not funny. They sometimes are offensive. Now to summarize what we've covered, here's a quote from Andre Solo from the HighlySensitiveRefuge.com. By the way, check them out. I love them. My absolute favorite blog for HSPs and empaths. So shout out to them. Here's the quote. Highly sensitive people don't just notice more. Their system actually processes it longer and more deeply. That means that almost any experience they have gets turned over in their mind again and again. And as a result, HSPs are more prone to overstimulation and overwhelm. It just makes sense. Finally, someone gets us. And this special gift that us HSPs have has become a bit of an overstimulating burden in the modern world, where there are higher amounts of stimuli to process at all times. We live in a culture that is go, 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 productivity-driven, short-term, quick-fix-minded, and super-fast-paced. And as magical as the gifts that us HSPs share, like heightened awareness, empathy, creativity, and problem solving, there are downfalls to the trait that make our lives a little bit challenging. But if we can learn to harness and make the most of these characteristics, then we will thrive as highly sensitive people in the world. And overall, I wouldn't change being a highly sensitive person for anything. For so long, I thought something was wrong with me. I wanted to change myself, and I tried and tried to make myself hard or carefree or less difficult just to fail every time. 
And that's because being highly sensitive is wired in me and it's wired in you and it's freaking awesome. It's a gift, a gift we must cherish and embrace fully. It's not about changing who we are. It's about learning to cope with our differences and make the most of them. And with awareness and courage and by sharing our experiences, maybe the world will soon start to adapt to us so that we don't have to keep adapting to it. It does seem like the world is heading in a more sensitive direction. And HSP or not, I cannot express this enough. We are all so divinely different, yet absolutely perfect in our own way. I think we are conditioned to try to alter ourselves, adapt to norms and societal expectations, find, buy, consume the next best thing to make ourselves more accepted, accepted by ourselves and accepted by the world. But instead of searching for that fix-all solution, I think it's actually about tuning out the noise and coming home. Coming home to ourselves, our hearts, our souls, unconditionally loving ourselves, as is, from soul to skin. Here's to our journey, HSPs, to thriving in this world as us. Hello world, we are ready to come out and shine, highly sensitive and all. Listeners, I love you more than I will ever begin to explain with words. Thank you so much for being here. I value all of the good vibes that you bring and hope that something in this podcast gave you an aha moment and resonated deeply with you. To my non-HSPs out there, is there someone in your life that you're thinking, hmm, okay, this person makes sense now. If you've got that person in your head, I definitely recommend sharing your discovery with them and sending them this podcast because you might just change their life overnight. And if I can help just one person feel more understood and self-affirmed, that, that is everything I could ever wish for. Remember, you were made perfect. The light in me sees and honors the light in each and every single one of you. See you guys in the next episode, and if you enjoyed listening, please give this podcast a five-star review and follow at HolisticRihanna on Instagram. This shows me that you guys are enjoying this content and helps me to continue running. This is a one-woman show, and each episode takes me at least a couple days, so once again, your support means the world to me. Sending you all so much love. Bye!